welcome to the Northwestern Masters of the Arts and Sports Administration Revenue Above Replacement Podcast. I'm Bryce Clinton. This week, we take a break from me or Adam conducting interviews and get an assist from our friends in the MSA Student Leadership Council. During the summer quarter, that Student Leadership Council hosts the MSA Summer Series, a set of webinars with sports industry leaders across roles, sports, and backgrounds. The first installment of the series this year features Michael Amato and Ashley Escajeda, both account executives for the world champion Chicago Sky. This interview was conducted by Allison Reed, the president of the Student Leadership Council, and the conversation touches on the background of both guests, their past in the sports industry, and the day-to-day life of working for a WNBA team. We thank the Student Leadership Council for putting on this webinar series and hope you all enjoy this conversation with Michael Amato and Ashley Escajeda. Thank you so much for joining us today Um, on our first stop of our MSA Summer Series. We are highlighting the Chicago sky. Um, And today is our first event. We have two amazing uh, account executives here talking to us. We have Michael Amato and Ashley Escajeda. Did I say that right? Escajeda? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Perfect. And they will be talking to us about their experience. We are so happy to have both of you here. Thank you so, so much. Um, And let's just kind of hop into it. Ashley, I don't know who wants to start, but let's talk about your individual background. So um, just tell us a little bit about you. So I am, I'm actually, this is, I always want to mention this. I'm from LA, so I'm not even from Chicago. So I graduated with um, a bachelor's in marketing with a minor in management. Um, I've always wanted to do sports. Um, So I was like applying to a bunch of sports jobs, but COVID was happening. So, you know, sports weren't open or anything. Um, And then like uh, last August, right after like my birthday, um, I had interviewed with the Chicago White Sox. So that's kind of where I got my start. Uh, I started inside sales rep with the Chicago White Sox. Um, I also applied to other sports jobs because that wasn't like a a full-time thing. But, you know, I took it because I said, you know what, take a chance on yourself. Why not? Um, And then, you know, I transitioned over to Chicago Sky. So that's a little bit about my background. (laughs) Very cool. Just some quick follow up questions. So you said you're from L.A. Were you like a Dodgers fan growing up? Like, how did you get into sports? What made you think baseball, basketball? Was it just sports in general or kind of how'd you get there? just sports in general. So I grew up playing sports. My family, we're all big sports people, like big sports family. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge Dodgers fan. Okay. Um, but, you know, I love baseball. I just in general, I can watch, you know, I go to the Sox games. I've gone to the Cubs games since they've been in season. Um, but yeah, sports, I just, I love sports. I love everything about it. And I'm competitive too, because I played. So, you know, to go with sports. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Which sport? I played volleyball, basketball, and softball growing up. Very sporter. Yes. So I'm very competitive. <laughs> like, so I'm competitive, but I'm also like, I don't know how to explain it. I like um like taking people under my wing. So like if they need help, like I guess as leadership qualities, I love like if you need help, come to me. Like so everything with ticket sales is pretty much that, like it involves that. And I just, yeah. 
Okay, okay, very good. That's, we're about to get into ticket sales. But before we get that, Michael, introduce yourself. Tell us about yourself. How'd you get here? For sure. Um, you know, it was, it's, it's been a long journey, to be honest. Um, I'm still in school. So my background is really, you know, I'm born and raised here, suburbs, Elk Grove, Des Plaines area. Um, and like, I mean, same with Ashley. Sports have been a, hum- a huge part of my life. I mean, baseball, basketball, football, ever since, like, I could walk. I mean, it's in my blood. It's been in my blood. So it's like, you know, when I really started reevaluating, okay, what do I kind of want to, you know, put my focus towards when I'm going into college and kind of, you know, hunkering down and really getting into something. It was like, yeah, my, my mom was like, oh, you talk so well, be a lawyer. Like you could, you could defend anybody. And I was like, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it was kind of balancing that. I was like, okay, what am I really passionate about? Like what, you know, I feel like having background knowledge already and like passionate background knowledge is half the battle. Cause when I'm talking to people, it's like, I love basketball. I play it still almost, you know, every other day or every week or whatever. And it's like, I'm passionate about the job. So now the technique almost comes in where it's like, Hey, it's just, this is easy now. Cause I, cause I like what I'm doing and that's what I really wanted to do. And, you know, I, I'm at DePaul right now. So not too far from Northwestern, but, um, you know, there was a big decision I had to make. I, you know, got accepted to Iowa as well. And I was like, Hey, you know, do I want to go out of the, out of state, go there, you know, get the whole college thing or, you know, stay here and kind of maybe build a foundation to where the next five, 10 years, where do I see myself working? Like, I don't really, you know, working in Iowa really didn't, you know, wasn't attractive to me. Whereas, you know, Hey, I'm from Chicago. I love my city. Um, I love, you know, growing up here and everything. So it's like, it's almost a part of me. It's like, Hey, you know, stay here, build a foundation. And, you know, so enough about that. Now, how I got with this guy. I would say, yeah, because that's an interesting perspective to mm-hmm. be a current college student, not at the graduate level, because a lot of us in our program with MSA, were grad students. So some people are working full-time jobs, also getting their master's. Sure. But you are an undergraduate student. You're doing your undergraduate work? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So tell us so. about that. <laughs> so, um, to begin, I mean, my majors, I'm, I'm a major in marketing and then I have a minor in sport business and, you know, getting my master's is still, I mean, something I've always wanted to do. I'm, I'm not someone who dislikes school. I mean, I've always liked, Hey, like, okay. I mean, obviously that's kind of weird to say, Hey, you like school. No, I mean, no, you know, I love school. I love school. So, you know, that atmosphere. Right. And like I said, that's kind of also why I chose Paul city. I want to work in the city. I want to, you know, eventually one day live in the city as well. So, um, you know, like I said, kind of touching on being an undergrad student. I mean, I went to community college for my first two years. So throughout high school, I was in a scholarship program, which pretty much paid off my two years of community college, saved money, stayed home, um, commuted is like 15 minutes. Now, um, you know, my last two years here at DePaul, um, I mean, they, they've been good, but to be honest with you, it's all about time management. Last year I was an intern with this guy, um, you know, a really close family friend, 
um, you know, put my name in there. And, you know, from there, he, he opened the door for me and I busted it open. And that's kind of where that opportunity flourished from. I mean, like you said, I mean, working for a professional sports team, no matter what it is, right. It's still at that highest level and somewhere I really wanted to be. And I've been super blessed. obviously had the opportunity. Um, but I mean, even through, college is like something I really wanted to do. So I was like, we got to make this work. So, I mean, I mean, it's tough when you get an internship, they're not always paid. This, this one wasn't paid and not a lot of them are. So it's like, you really got to separate yourself when, Hey, are you going to treat it as a real job, even though you don't get paid or, you know, are you going to kind of let that take over you even with school too? So it's like, um, you know, I, opportunity call and picked up the phone. So <laughs> kind of like we're doing now, me and Ashley. So um, to be honest with you, it's, it's been great, but very, very, I'm telling you time management and where you allocate your energy balancing two full-time things is, oh yeah, it gets tiring sometimes. For sure. For sure. Well, thank you. First, for both of you to sharing your stories and kind of how you got to this point. Um, I think that one of the things that we often talks about, talk about are that internship and kind of getting in. And I'm glad that you brought up the fact that they're oftentimes not paid or if they are paid, they're, they're very low paying jobs. So you have to have that passion behind it to get up and, and do all the things every day and know that eventually it's going to pay off. If you get in there make the right connections, we always say it's who, you know, it's you know who's gonna point put you in the right direction so love that love that thank you for sharing um let's transition so i want to come back to internships before we talk about internships and and kind of like how we can get into those and for people you know give advice and things like that let's talk about what you guys do on the every day so at the sky you're no longer an intern you're working um, in ticket operations, game day operations. So what is that kind of tell us a little bit about what you do um, on a on a day to day? For sure. Ashley, did you want to who uh, are we going to both spearhead this or how do you want to tag team it? All right. Yeah. Okay, start. I'm start off. It's a lot. It is. One season rolls around. You're not just focusing on selling. You also have to do your customer service to your current like uh, season ticket holders. Like it's a lot, you know. Um, so one thing that I've learned because it's a lot. Time management is a big thing. So like you kind of want to try to section off your days. Like all right, when you first get in, do you want to start replying to emails from your current season ticket holders who need help with something, and then you know try to reach out to potential clients um so it's all about kind of like curating your day just depending on what you ended on the day before it's a lot it's a lot (laughs) for sure and it's you really i mean days like exactly like how ashley said i mean you really have to section it off and really allocate time where it's you know needed because right now i mean speaking on my end when you're an intern you're just coming to the games and you're doing you know it it's not as right easy or not as you know here are the tools to do right they give us call lists and we call away and you know 
it's a whole different ball game when you're kind of dealing with this because you have to balance members and it's not just full season. It's five game, half season members, you know, groups, and you got to handle that. And then you also got to try to generate new revenue, prospecting, getting new people to know about the sky and to spread the word. Hey, we're good at basketball. Come out to a game um, and support the women. And it, it right. It, it really gets, I mean, nine hours or eight hours or so it, some days it's like that. It's like I just got here at 7am and it's five o'clock already. It's crazy. So um, I'm going to hone in on time management just to say that time management Mm-hmm. And another thing too that I learned doing one thing at a time. So like you could be writing an email to one of your season ticket members that needs help. And then next thing you know, you get a call, you forget to finish that email or you forget to do whatever it is you're going to do. Like at first I was doing that. I was like trying to do a million, one things at a time. And then I realized like, that's not working actually. You got to do one thing at a time. So really pacing yourself too, and not like overwhelming yourself with everything that's going on. It gets hectic, you know, yeah. and it, you know, at, at a time. So I actually, from an intern, I went to an inside sales representative and then midway through the year, um, you know, they liked me a little bit, so they promoted me and now I'm an account executive, but making that jump is, Hey, this is, man, you're like, Ashley can attest to it. She came in as an account executive. I mean, you got a lot to, right. I mean, the main thing is proving that to them, they, they made the right decision on hiring you or, you know, getting you to that next level. So it's like, you have a, a number amount of calls to a number amount of emails to send. And it's like, numbers got to talk, right. Numbers talk. So it's, um, you know, that's really what it boils down to. I mean, it's, it's a lot of balancing. It's, it's a lot. So yeah, I, time management. So yeah, I hear you guys say time management. I hear you say um, that you need to kind of prioritize and like single out different events. That's something that I also too have you learn, like you have to finish tasks at a time. Um, what other skills or what other kind of um, growth points would you say are beneficial to have working in operations so strategy you have to be strategic about your day i see that like prioritizing but what other things would you would you say you can also benefit from or um people can use i would say be yourself like when you're talking to someone you don't want to sound too like robotic yeah robotic or like you're just trying to sell like you actually want to kind of connect with them like on a personal level so they can trust you and be like okay yeah this person has the best interest for me like even though yes it is sales but you don't want to have someone like you don't want to force someone to get into something that they're not ready to do or that they don't really want to do um so like obviously upselling is a big thing but if they're like no 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 you don't want to be too pushy that's what i've learned um i feel like just from my perspective as like a person i don't want to be forced something that i don't need or don't necessarily want um so yeah being yourself is one good thing um and what else michael um i i mean 100 percent agree with that i you know um as far as not being too pushy. A lot of them are like, Oh, why? Like, you're so nice. Like, stop being so nice. And it's like, Hey, you know, like I'd rather have 
you know, $20 to whereas, right, if I try to upsell to 100, then he's going to think I'm, you know, twisting them the wrong way and then he's going to leave and I have no dollars. So it's like, you really got to pick and choose where you, you know, allocate that energy to. But another thing is not to be complacent and not to be, not to get comfortable because believe me, um, there are ebbs and flows, highs and lows of this job and hitting a low is very stressful because you you feel like you have a million eyes on you which at times you do and it's like you know they you know our managers they're very they're very playful um and you know like they like to poke fun but you know at a point it's like man are you being serious right now or you know so um it's really don't get comfortable right you make a three thousand dollar group sale or you make a thousand dollar five hundred dollar sale whatever it is you got to act like it's nothing because if you do, it's going to come creep up on you because like they say, they say this, this month's outreach is going to bring next month's revenue. So therefore, right, man, you're, you're selling 15 K a month or for one month, then the next month comes and you're getting two, like two, three. And it's like, you know, you really, there's not a lot of breaths to be taken in sales, but like I said, this is the stepping stone of the sports industry is what I've heard you get in sales and some sort of communication of maintaining relationships. That's like the gateway of sports. And I mean, that's how you get in uh, unless you apply for something else. But um, yeah, I mean, don't get comfortable, keep going, have strong work ethic and manage your time well and be on time, be on time too. Yes. Being on time. So let's talk about for people who may not understand the full importance, because there's so many when when it comes to money in sports, there's so many different avenues that money is able to come in. But when we look at the specific of ticket operations um, and kind of how that um, how like day operations and how that how that relates, how do those things how can how important are they for the success of um, the Chicago Sky of the NBA or WNBA and and kind of how month to month when we talk about this fifteen thousand one thousand what is that for people break it down just a, a level yeah. beneath yeah for for sure and uh, I mean so yes sorry about that and give any um, insight on it so I mean they they have goals for us for example like they, they have goals that we have to hit monetary goals um and we have an annual goal right the yearly of all the months compiled up and it's just extra motivation and it's extra hey this is what you need to hit have something to look forward to and have something to strive for um now where that kind of ties in I mean to ticket operations it's really kind Kind of, you know, putting us on the map per se. I mean, we just won the championship. More people are coming out. We smashed all the the, the department goals like two, three months ago, I think, right, Ashley, or something like that. I mean, we've it's it's crazy, you know, and it's a great thing for you know women's professional sports and women's equity and everything surrounding that. So getting more people out to the game, not just, Hey, come watch a basketball game, right? There's levels to it. And that's what we try to exert to the people, uh, you know, to get them out. And I mean, that's where they kind of, that's where that connection is to get people out. It's really to show everybody who's watching on TV, Hey, this is a great cause. Like you should come out and support. Like just trying to grow the game in general and just, 
um, yeah, like grow the game. Like you're just trying to bring more awareness. You're trying to sell like an experience as opposed to just a basketball game. Like you want to be able to paint a picture to them to where like, say they don't enjoy basketball, but it's a good family atmosphere. Like if you go to the games, these fans are so fun. Like <laughs> WNBA games by far have been like where the fans are the most like into it like i feel like like i've gone to nba games and they're like they're cool but more people are just like there to chill and like they don't really get into the game i don't know like i feel like wma fans they're just into the game they love the game and like you can see it so it's kind of like selling an experience while also trying to just grow it you know grow the the game kind of get the word out there a lot of people still don't know who the chicago sky are um so you know that's one thing just kind of bring awareness of the team too love that i love the experience part because that that really is you know trying to sell someone a basketball there's you can watch somebody play basketball at the local ymca but if you're looking for people to come out it's for an experience it's to be a part it's to see the candace parkers of the world who are you know right now you know very very close to you and um as we're going to the game on friday we're i'm like i'm personally excited to to be in the atmosphere and to see and to just enjoy so um so thank you for that um what else so kind of let me let me well we're going to kind of move into the question and answer phase now so i just have a couple of questions for you guys um what would be one piece of advice we always like to when we talk to people working in the sports industry there are people who are professionals who are moving into sports there are people who are current students who are trying to get into sports there are people who are making shifts in their careers um what would be one piece of advice that you would give for someone looking to get into the sports industry you want to go or do you want me to go you can go. I got to think about this. <laughs> um, I mean, this might be already something, you know, kind of I even live by right now because, right, shifts in, you know, degree or major choices and, you know, career things, right, they always pop up and it's like, hey, stay grounded and really treat everything like it's the real job and really treat, you know, be passionate about what you do. Right. Don't wake up hating. Go. Oh, my God, I hate this. I'm not getting paid. Oh, my. Always have a further goal to, you know, look forward to always be driven, be motivated. This is very cliche. And I'm sure you see it on Instagram and all these quotes all the time. But it's like at a point they're true. They're very, very valid. Um, I mean, there's a million pieces of advice that will be on time, manage your time well. But if it's really one and, you know, you really want to, you know, hit something home and hit a goal, really stay driven, stay passionate towards it. Do something you love to do. Um, you know, wake up every day saying, hey, I love to do this. Like, I like going to work, even though it might not be fun, but you like what you do. I think that's the biggest. I think that's the most um, thing I could I can give. I mean, I'm young as it is. Like I'm, I'm a kid and I try to divert that from my, you know, obviously this is a career, but you know, for people who are in school, right, go, go get that internship, have a five-year plan, like speak things into existence. Like 
it, I mean, remember, like I was saying before, if I went to Iowa, I wouldn't be working here. See, so I went to DePaul and I really spoke what I wanted to do into existence. So, I, I mean, it, sometimes I think about that and it's like, you know, that's pretty cool. So really stay passionate, stay motivated and, you know, things will happen. Absolutely. I have to agree with that. I think my piece of advice would be basically just stay um not passionate what's the word I'm looking for like it's a it's a grind so you want to <clears throat> you want to stay motivated you want to push towards that goal um because I I had a long journey to this I'm 27 right now and I just started like my career in sports but you know it's definitely it was definitely a grind I had to stay motivated like you know this is what I wanted to do. So I kept working towards that no matter what, like life threw at me. I said, no, this is what I want to do. Like my last year of school was working an internship, school full-time work full-time. So like, when I tell you that I really wanted this, I really wanted it because, you know, I've been working towards it. And that's something that I've, that I'm passionate about. I love sports. So definitely like, it's a grind, you know, you want to stay motivated. Don't get so down on yourself. Um, if things aren't going your way or the way you expect them to life throws you curveballs and you just gotta stay in the batter's box. Okay. You gotta keep swinging because, um, you know, like, like Michael said, you gotta speak it into existence. You really do. You gotta kind of like manifest it yourself. Say like, this is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do. No matter what I have to do, I'm going to do it. Like that's, yeah. I love that. I'm a I'm a big proponent of speaking into yourself and manifesting and just speaking positive affirmations. If you know one day you're gonna be the CEO of or you know the the CEO of whatever organization, if you wake up every day and say it to yourself in the face, you know, I there's there's truth to that. So I'm I'm glad to hear that you guys are also on the same board and just anyone else who's listening, make sure that you are keeping yourself first. Self-care is so, so important. Well, I'll just ask that because that's my question. I want to know, what do you guys do for self-care? You sound busy. You guys have lots going on, Um, going in, working about emails and and five game holders and whole season holders. What do you do for self-care? So for me, I, I'm all about self-care. I love to get my facials every month. So things like that, like, um, I'll take myself to the movies. I will have a day where I will literally just come home and do nothing. I would just chill. Like it's, you have to kind of listen to yourself, I guess, if that makes sense. Like, you know what you got to do to stay like level-headed and not get too overwhelmed with life or work in general. So yeah, like those are things that I like to do. Like I like to get my facials. I like to get my nails done. And I just like to take care of myself where I know like, if I, okay, this doesn't sound super vain, but if I look good, I feel good. That's true. 100%. Like even if I come home from work and I'm tired, I will take a nap at six o'clock PM because I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Mm-hmm. you know so things like that like i yeah <laughs> it's, just, it's the little things that matter to me i think oh yeah a- a- ashley's man I, I, she's 
a if if anybody listens to themselves more, it's her. And I wish I could learn that more, to be honest. Yeah, you know, having big expectations can really stress you out and having like, you know, a like, oh my God, like I'm an, I'm two thousand dollars short off my goal and there's like two days left. Like it can really really, you know, take over your head, but you really got to take a step back and really just relax and take time. Like you said, for yourself, you know, I mean, things get real busy. I mean, especially with me in school. I mean, I was (laughs) some days I was coming home from work. I mean, hour of traffic, I still live in the suburbs, um, hour of traffic and I'm doing a final at like six, 7 PM. Then I go to bed and do it over again. Right. Not that healthy, but um, (laughs) there's always time, you know, you really always have to make time, you know, even if it's, Hey, you know, make a couple less calls today. If you really, you know, if you're really not in it, you know, go, I mean, my girlfriend, I'm, I'm lucky enough. She lives over here in the city. So on the way home, stop over there, you know, hang out for a little bit and whatnot. I mean, always, you know, we're working out, playing basketball, playing sports. It's like, I never leave sports. Like it's always around, um, hanging out with buddies, you know, whatever it is really, you know, work is work. But when you leave here, Ashley's, you know, always says, right. When, when you leave work, that's it. You're done. Take it off. You know, doctors don't go home and they keep their scrubs on, you know, it's not like they do stuff at home. So it's once they're done, you know, leave it, leave it for the next day because it could really, it could really get to you. It really can. So you need to make, you need to make time for yourself. And that's exactly what I told Michael too. I said, don't stress yourself over it. Cause there's, it's, there's a new day tomorrow. Yep. You do good today. Okay. It's done with On to the next one. Like you can't, you can't have yourself in that constant state of mind that you're not doing good. You're not doing good. Cause then it's going to show and you're not going to do good and you're not going to do good. And you're definitely not going to feel good either. So I told him like, he was kind of struggling a little bit transitioning from inside sales to account executive. Yep. Tell him, like, Dude, don't like you're stressing yourself out. You don't need to like, that was yesterday. Today's a new day. Like just, you know, it's, it's grind. you have to like, you really have to be like mentally tough. Strong tough like and you can't let the little things stress you because like I told them in sports you're gonna have your highs then you're gonna have your lows I had it last month I almost didn't meet my goal and I was like oh my god I was like okay it is what it is though like I can't do anything about it like I did what I could on my end it didn't happen the way I had planned or hoped for it's okay have next month do better or you know like things like that um and definitely too another thing that we've done in the office since season started is we'll take little walks to like starbucks on our lunch together and just yeah we don't talk about work we just mm-hmm. it's actually like a big sister to everybody mm-hmm. and that's and that's and that's the truth of it i'm not even trying to be oh no she is you can ask anybody here um me exactly what it is you know even my managers tell me like there's like some sort of bad luck with people when they get promoted they don't hit the goal like none of the managers when they first got promoted they hit their goal so it's like i am a avid overthinker um always have been i don't know why so like i said you really need to stay you know mentally tough and you need to accept failure and you really need to accept mistakes because you know what 
you are going to make them no matter how. I mean, you could be all, you could be the biggest perfectionist all you want. It's, it's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be, it's not going to be the way you you think it's going to be, you know, it's really not, you know, there's always going to be something off. So it's like, Hey, control what you can control. And at the end of the day, right. If you do the work you're, you're, you're required to do, and the results don't show, it is what it is. You need to accept failure. You need to stay mentally tough and grounded at the end of the day. It's cliche. I sound like a motivational speaker right now, but it's true. It's so true. It's so true. So like I said, you know, failure will happen. You're going to fail a million times, a million times. It'll make you stronger though. I promise that. Yeah. And if you're looking for some positive affirmation to add to your life, I say daily, like I accept my failures and I know they do not define me. Um, I learn from my mistakes and I move forward. So um, that is, that's, that's, I, I love that. I feel like we're in such a, like a high place um, in, in terms of feeling good and self-care, but I want to ask a final question before we kind of wrap up. Um, And my question is, so both of you guys are uh, relatively new in in the sports industry. And um, you mentioned having a five-year goal um, and kind of looking into the future. So kind of what do you guys see yourselves doing in five years? You know, since moving to Chicago, my plans have changed drastically, I think. I always wanted to stay in L.A., I'm an LA girl, but since moving here, I'm kind of, I'm open to relocating. I'm so like, I'm kind of just enjoying everything that life has to give. Um, And I think the reason for that too, is just because of the whole like COVID, like the lockdown, all of that, like it kind of put things into a different perspective where it's like, you don't know what's going to happen. So kind of like, live every day enjoy every moment and I know that sounds super bad but it's like that's kind of where I'm at right now or like wherever life takes me like if you know I'm kind of not that I don't have a plan but I don't it's just I'm just kind of like soaking in life and that's okay like that's okay I lived at home for all my life Mm. you know when I was going to school I lived at home so and then like that whole like lockdown was like a, almost a year that everything was like shut down so it put things into different perspective for me where i'm just gonna enjoy life do things that i'm afraid to do because you never know there's no risk no reward that's kind of where i came out here by myself so that's kind of where i'm at. love it for sure love, love it for sure and I mean, yeah, we're we're trying to turn Ashley into a Chicago girl because if she leaves, it's not gonna, it's going to be sad. But um, don't do that, please. I won't. Um, so, you know, I guess to speak on my five year plan, um, right? I mean, right now, I mean, I'm still at home commuting, doing the whole still college thing, obviously. <laughs> so next year, definitely graduating college, done with that whole thing. Um, and you know, I've always had. You, aspirations to maybe get my master's. Um, you know, I, like, like, like I said, I'm no stranger to school. It's not like I hate it. You know, I actually kind of enjoy it. Um, but 
you know, I really want to experience how life is going to be, um, you know, out of my house and like living away and living in the city on my own. I'm, you know, after a while, it's kind of like, I kind of itch for it. Like even like this past year, I was like, man, like, God, I want to move out. Like no hate against you guys. I just, you know, I just love the city. I love being out here. I mean, I go to school and I'm always around it. It's just a, you know, it gets a lot of shame, but it's a beautiful place and I love the place. And, you know, like I said, in the next five years, I, I want to use my degree and I want to use obviously my passion for sports that I'm in right now. And, you know, that's what I want to stay in. I want to stay in something I'm passionate about. I want to be surrounded by the people that, you know, um, I love the most and, you know, who bring me the most happiness. And that is cliche, I will say, but it's, it's the truth. Again, again, I'm saying everything you've probably heard it a million times, but I'm here to tell you it's true. Um, and, you know, hopefully in the next 20 years, I'm in a nice high rise in the loop and, you know, with a couple dogs, maybe a kid, who knows, but um, <laughs> working for a sports team, you know, whether it's the sky or, the bears well, whoever it is as long as i'm you know with something i'm passionate about it'll be good very cool well thank you so so much most definitely thank you so much 